The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, well, uh, we've been talking about it uh, on the news today. I know Jespo was talking about it on his show this morning and certainly on the news last night as Twitter and Facebook pictures uh, from the from a get-together at a restaurant in West Edmonton showed um, UCP nominees... Um, posing with pictures from members of the Soldiers of Odin. Right. So the UCP is saying it does not share the hateful views of the Soldiers of Odin. And the statement on uh, Twitter follows controversy, as you just mentioned, from this picture that appeared. So Dwayne Brad, we've had him on our show Mm -hmm. before, professor and chair of Department of Economics, Justice and Policy Studies at Mount Royal. He calls the photo incredibly damning and the party has been doing some cleanup work ever since. I think most Albertans wouldn't know who the soldiers of Odin are. But when you show up with a bunch of people all wearing the same jackets and patches, you're thinking, well, is this a biker gang? Like, like, come on. Like, wouldn't you ask a few questions? Politicians are used to taking photos with anybody. But when you had that many people show up all looking the same, um, all wearing the, the, the same clothing, wouldn't you maybe ask just before then, who are these guys? And there seems to be a pattern of behavior that's been going on with some of these UCP nominations, and there's been one uproar over the other. I don't know if this will spill over into the into the wider public. Um, I think in most cases, uh, Kenny and the, and the senior members of the UCP have handled these these eruptions and nomination battles over and over again, but. You do have this narrative. Why this party? Um, you know, why do they seem to to attract these people? And I think that's that's a question that they're going to have to start to answer. Brett went on to say, "Well, he's calling it uh, another black eye for the party." But it's not like they're coordinating with these people. It's not like, you know, they've got a database of, of white supremacists on speed dial and say, you know, we want you to start showing up at UCP events. I think that question is, what is it about the UCP that is drawing people that um, are anti-Muslim or, or anti-black or anti-gay? Why are they Why are they showing up? And I think that's something that uh, Kenny needs to address as opposed to just saying, you know, this is, this is deplorable. I got to be honest with you, Jalen. We're going to probably disagree on this, but mm. we're going to have civil discourse. I think this is a a lot to do about nothing, and b a win-win. I think, and you'll be surprised to hear me say this: a win for the UCP and a win for these soldiers of Odin. Because, and I rarely ever disagree with Dwayne Bratt, the guy so darn smart, way smarter than me. And here's why I think it's a win-win: because, to be honest with you, I'd never heard of the soldiers of Odin before this, and now I've heard of them. So for those of us who were in the dark about them, you just learned who they were. As far as the UCP goes, I think it's kind of a win for them for the oddest of reasons. The win is because if everybody jumps on this story and says, there it is, uh, you know, these right-wing extremists identify with UCP, it fuels the fire of media being against the UCP. It, It fuels the fire of there's the media jumping on another silly thing that you know doesn't really mean much to anybody honestly yeah they should have probably recognized that this was a hate group they probably Mm -hmm. you know should have realized that it wouldn't be a good idea to pose with them but 
does it go to the core of who the UCP are? I don't think it does. I, I think what uh, Dwayne Bratt was trying to say is that there has been there have been numerous yes. times over the past couple of years where um, nominees or potential candidates in the UCP have been, um, and again, and not just the UCP. I mean, go back to NDP. Remember uh, Deborah Drever, and remember all of that that happened way back when with the rock, you know, the cover of the album, and you know the look like a rape picture and whatever. Mm -hmm. I think it goes back to what he's saying is that why is it that this party seems to attract that? And it goes all the way back to the Lake of Fire days. Let's yeah. let's let's be real. And 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 that's I think that's just certainly I think that's, that's true. what he's he's yeah. saying there. I certainly knew what Soldiers of Odin um, was. Um, as a matter of fact, I believe at one point. Um, there was an interview done on one of the shows here talking to them like they try to pass themselves off as a community group and, right. you, and you read the intro you read into uh the history of soldiers of, of odin and, and you'll learn much more now do want to give um you know fair time here uh, the united conservative party the edmonton west hendy um group says this was their response while hosting an event in a public establishment a number of members of soldiers of odin entered the pub we have since learned that this group was brought to the pub by an organizer of the fringe Alberta Independence Party, presumably in an attempt to cause problems. Unfortunately, our UCP uh, Constituency Association was not immediately aware of what the abbreviation for, uh, SOO stood for, to be clear. Soldiers of Odin and their hateful views are not welcome in our organization. Had I known what SOO stood for, I would have requested that pub management had them removed from the establishment. goes on to say that the uh, Edmonton West Handy Constituency Association is a diverse group, and I'm confident that my fellow members also denounce these despicable views. That's from Terry Howell the uh, president of the uh, constituency association there again i would say this if a bunch of people show up all in the kind of the same leathers wearing patches you might want to ask um I, I think you'd have to be kind of stupid not to ask especially especially if you're um uh, hosting a party and, and yes. you're a politician. I think you have to be extremely careful. Sure. Extremely careful uh, right now you, with you it. You should be, but, you know, again, when I think about who runs uh, to be a candidate and who runs to be an MLA, we always think of government as government. These very, you know, this big organization that has ministers and uh, premier and all this kind mm -hmm. of thing. But at constituency level, when you're having a pub night and you're hoping a lot of people come because you're, I mean, you look at the results from an election, how many votes it takes to actually, mm -hmm. for somebody to win. So you hold a pub night, you hope people will come. These guys came, obviously not ideal. Had they known in advance who they were, they wouldn't have Well, they had reserved them. on the Facebook page to the invitation. There you go. So, but, you know, I buy their explanation. Um, to be honest with you, I just, I buy their explanation. And I sort of think that, um, like I say, I personally never heard of them before. Now I've heard of them. I, I just feel like, it, here's another way to put it, too. The only parties that can get elected in in Alberta in the next election are the Alberta Party, right? Uh, the NDP. The, the UPC, UCP, sorry, and whatever Fildebrand or whoever's new party is possibly, right? So obviously a group like this that's extreme right would most identify with what they believe to be the is right, on the right hand, right? Yeah. So that's the party they would go to. Yeah, you know? but there is that again. It's just it's optics. When you go back, it's it's optics, and when you have um, a party 
um, from way back when, from from the grassroots of yep. it, that has a history, despite the fact that it, it has moved more center. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's optics. And yeah, when you have a, a leader, when there's still some questions about where the leader stands on some things, where you have had a number of um, uh, nominees who have been, no, you're not uh, welcome here because of this, 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 because of racist posts, because of you know, whatever. Yep. You know, no, that's, I get it. that's what it is. UCP, so. I'm sure, not happy about oh, it. Oh, okay. I, I'm sure. I am sure Jason Kenney... Um, that was the biggest eye roll ever, I'm sure, when he heard that that he had happened. Probably, yeah, I, I wouldn't have wanted to have been a fly on the wall, you know, when 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 Kenny... Um, found out that that mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, I mean... Although, was he there, too? The story would be a story for me, and we would I would insist that we get interviews and talk to somebody if the story was that a candidate for the UCP was a member of the Soldiers of mm-hmm. Odin. Then you'd say, okay, now mm-hmm. that's a problem, mm-hmm. right? But to me, and maybe I'm brushing this over more than I should, but to me, if I hold a house party and among my guests is a murderer, that doesn't make me a murderer. You you know, maybe I should have known that they're a dangerous person and not invited them to my house, but... It's guilt by association, and I don't. Yeah. I don't believe in it. And and you know what? Um, a number of people um, asking questions about soldiers of Odin. Are they really an extremist group? Are they a hate group? Google them. Read. Yeah. Educate yourself. See who's they online. Are they are. Yeah. Take a look where they where they where they came from. Where they started from. Um, just yeah. Do some reading about yep. it, um, friends. Uh, before we let you go, I know the uh, the Premier spoke today about this uh, as, as well. Here's what she had to say. Now, I believe that when something like this happens, Albertans are inclined to give the benefit of the doubt. If it was an isolated incident for which there is a reasonable explanation, then, of course, Albertans will be, I have no doubt, forgiving and absolutely accept Mr. Kenny's explanation. The problem is is that it's not actually an isolated incident. Over the last number of months, there have been at least eight cases where UCP candidates seeking nominations have espoused racist and or homophobic views. In six of those cases, the UCP allowed those candidates to stand for nomination. So as Premier, I want to say two things. First, this is very serious and should not be downplayed. Alberta's minority communities need to know that their government stands with them, that every elected official stands with them, whatever party they belong to. This is their province as much as anyone else's. There is no place for groups like the Soldiers of Odin in our public life. Albertans stand united against the racist views they espouse. In Alberta, we don't care who you love, where you worship, or the color of your skin. The only thing that matters is the content of your character. Now, given the pattern of behavior, I think it is fair for Albertans to conclude that the UCP has a bit of a problem, and quite frankly, Mr. Kenny needs to address this. Going on Twitter to say the UCP is not racist while important is clearly not enough. Now, I have no doubt that Mr. Kenny is himself is not racist, but as a public official, Mr. Kenny has a duty to do more than tweet his disavowals. He needs to speak decisively and forcefully to this issue. He needs to hold people accountable. And he needs to stop approving candidates for nomination who espouse hate in any of its forms. I want to be clear. This should not be a partisan issue. This is a question of basic leadership. In Alberta, we need to confront racism, anti-Semitism, 
Islamophobia and homophobia in all of its forms. The fact is we are living in an uncertain time. In the United States, in parts of Canada and around the world, we are seeing a disturbing rise in hate. So let no one misunderstand. In Alberta, that is not who we are. That's not what this province is about. And as public officials, it is incumbent on us to do everything that we can to ensure it doesn't happen here. Uh, by the way, uh, in 2017, Global News had obtained a declassified Canada Border Service Agency intelligence report about the soldiers of Odin that uh, said, quote, the group's nature had raised concerns of anti-immigration villi- village... <laughs> Uh, vigilanteism. Uh, members of the soldiers of Odin are generally Caucasian males between the ages of 20 and 40 who adhere to right-wing policies and ideologies. Some members adhere to extreme white ra- white ring ideology and are not afraid to use violence to achieve uh, objectives. That is from the Canadian Border Service uh, Agency Intelligence. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, to me, it's, uh, guess what? We're coming up on an election. That's what's going on here. So we're going to highlight and put a spotlight on every mistake that every candidate makes. Uh, The UCP won't do it uh, today or tomorrow because they're dealing with this, but they could just as easily say and have in the past, well, you know what, you're right. We shouldn't have these people at our fundraisers. They can't be a part of our party. And you guys should stop nominating people who don't like pipelines. You know, I'm this. It's politics, right? Um, I think there's a difference between people who don't like pipelines and people who are um, racist extremists. Absolutely. And use, but, yeah, yeah. Well, although you know, the there are, there are some people who would say, hey, you could say some pipeline protesters are extremists, yeah. right? Uh, violent yeah, extremists. That's right. So. Yeah, it's uh, like I say, the it's optics, just one of those uh, things. I'm just right? going to go back. The optics, the optics of it, I think, were uh, very poor. And I think, um, again, if anyone shows up full leathers, you know, and has, you know, patches on of any sort that might look like, you might want to ask some questions. Sure. You might. You you might. Who wouldn't ask questions? Come on. Well, the reason I'm hesitating is Come because I can tell ass. you, for example. No. That when I ran a fundraiser, we've talked about it before, the Life for Cancer no. fundraiser, right? Sorry, this, is, this is not politics. We had bike gangs that would come and yeah. bid on items. Yeah. So where's where's their money coming from? We were happy to take their money. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like, this was a fundraiser for a candidate, was it not? So, you know, I, I just, I guess I don't want to judge uh, lest I be judged, right? What, what, do, what part are you not wanting to be judged on? Well, you know, like I say, we had what people would consider to be criminal bike gangs who would buy tickets. What, Hell's Angels? Yeah, yeah Hell's you Angels. You can say what our okay, criminal sure. bike gang, banks, yeah, and, gangs. And, you know, would come to our <laughs> fundraiser and buy items, and we were happy to take their money. You know? I mean, there's lots of organizations that Do you want with, them hanging out with your politicians? Well, I don't want them influencing my politicians. There you go. For sure. I wish I was special you're so very special. Uh, Radiohead, but I'm a one of the nominees for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2019, along with Stevie Nicks, who's already an inductee as a member of Fleetwood Mac, uh, Def Leppard, yay, John Prine, uh, Roxy Music, Devo, Todd Rundgren are all first-time nominees. Uh, some returning acts include Janet Jackson, Radiohead, who you just heard, and uh, Rage Against the Machine. How oh, exciting. and uh, LL Cool J. Oh, really? Craftwork. 
Huh. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, hey, we don't have a whole lot of time Mm-mm. here. So I saw I, I saw tweets about this over the weekend, and then I, I I kept meaning to look and see what what is this about, and finally did. It, it was about the Oilers arriving in Boston mm. and discovering that the Marriott was they crossed the line. Yeah, they crossed a, a picket, picket line, line. and uh, I guess the workers, as they do, yelled scab at them and this sort of thing. Right. So if we don't win, by the way, on Thursday, I'm going to blame those people. Um, but it's just I get when union strike and they would prefer you didn't cross the picket line and that kind of thing but they claimed you know the head of the union said the oilers make enough money they should know better they could have gone to a different hotel all this kind of stuff you know uh, when you book a hotel they don't often tell you that you're gonna have to cross the picket line Mm-mm. it tends to dissuade a business business yeah and when you have how many ever rooms the oilers need to have i'm sure when they arrive at the hotel in their bus from the airport the last thing they want to do from an overseas exhibition season is say oh looks like there's picketers we Mm -hmm. should probably find a motel eight or something uh it just is what it is and uh you know, and again, it becomes a story in Edmonton because it was the Oilers and it's the union. Oh, but cross the picket know. lines, man, though, that's a... Well, what are you going to do? To me, it was like, what? I was like, okay, what are you going to do exactly? Right, but they I mean, didn't book their own rooms, there's some, right? Like, there's some nastiness that can go <laughs> oh, on yeah. when you're crossing a picket line. Well, have line. you ever crossed I've one? never had to. I have. I've never had to cross a picket line. I've had to cross one at Ogoma Steel only because when the steel yeah. workers went on strike there still needs to be work done. So, Well, here's the thing. You know, my dad worked at a place at a, a psychiatric facility in, in northern Alberta, and there were strikes there twice, and so they didn't have to cross the picket line. They just lived at the psych hospital. Ah, there you go. It wasn't going in and out, but hmm. they were still in there doing the work. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.